Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 16th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe that as believers, God destined us, called us from the foundations of the world. I believe this is from the word. I believe that, that there's a, a great cloud of witnesses in the word of God that testify to this. There's scriptures all over the Bible that testify to the fact that I am not a mistake. You are not a mistake. That God called us from the foundations of the world. He destined us. He predestined us according to his foreknowledge of our decisions. Our decisions do matter, but based upon his foreknowledge of our decisions, he predestined us. There's some things that, that we have a date with destiny, right? There's some things that we're supposed to do. And the desire of God is for us to arrive at his overall expected end for our lives before we die. That we find it, follow it, and finish it. That we discover it, we develop in it, we deploy into our purpose, and we become the men, the women that God has called us to be. So that being said, there's some things that God has established for different times and seasons, and there are different levels and stages. And so for 2021, I believe that God has declared new levels, that God has declared that we can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. But just because heaven announces something doesn't mean that you're going to experience it if you're not intentional about it. So if you want progress, you're going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress, you must be intentional. If you are intentional, then at the end of this year, you will be incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for our lives, for your life, for my life. And then if we keep doing that, we will become who God has called us to be. So that said, uh, I've been teaching about progress on purpose in like every area of your life. And so I told you that I would cover five areas at the beginning of the year. And here we are in April and I'm still in this first series of the year. So I said that we will level up spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and externally. We've covered four of those five areas. We're in number five now. And so as it relates to externally, I've been talking about relationships. I said that there. There are three people that you need in your life, a Paul, a Barnabas, a Timothy. Those are categories of people. Number two, you got to discern when to let some people go. We just talked about that. Number three, you got to choose the right friends. And then number four, it is important to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. And that's where we are right now. I'm going to flow in that vein. The title of today's message is surround yourself. Look at me. Look at me. This is not what I'm about to say is not ooh, it's so deep. No, this is very simple. Surround yourself with positive people. You got to surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself that are with people that are going in the same direction that you're going. So uh, I want to really teach on like precious faith and all of this. And I'm going to be teaching on this for a few days. But I want to close out the week this week on this Friday with a very simple message. I'm going to give you a parable of some frogs here in a minute. Uh, and I believe that it's going to be so simple that we're all going to be able to apply it. All right, so 2 Peter 1 and 1, the Bible says, let me start with this as I set the stage. The Bible says, 2 Peter 1 and 1, the apostle Peter says, he opens the letter by saying, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, writing to those who have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. All right? So I like the fact that he starts with, hey, my name is Simon. I'm Simon Peter, and I'm called to be an apostle, right? So I don't, uh, 
pet peeve. Here's a pet peeve. It has nothing to do with the message. I'm going to just slide this in. I can't stand when people say, hey, my name is, and give me a title. No, that your name is not that. My name is Rick. I got a bunch of titles. God has called me to do a bunch of things, but my name is Rick, right? So he said, no, my name is Peter. That's my name. Apostle, that's what I'm called to do. But I'm writing to people who have obtained the like precious faith. I'm talking talking about people that have obtained like precious faith from God. There are people that as believers, you got, you got to understand, recognize, acknowledge the fact that God has given you the like precious faith that we all have. In Romans 12 and 3, the Bible says that God has dealt, like, you know, like you're dealing cards or something. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. If you're born again, look at me, you have faith. Like you have been dealt faith, right? All of us have been dealt a hand of faith. And so now you have the faith. You have the faith of Jesus. This is like precious faith. And so when you surround yourself with people of like precious faith, people that believe God the way you believe God, people that can believe God with you, they will build you up and not tear you down. They, they, they will minister one to another. Paul was writing in, in Ephesians. He says, uh, uh, let no corrupt communication proceed from out of your mouth, but only that which is good to the use of edifying that we may minister grace to one another. These people will minister grace to you with their words. They will support you. They will support your dreams. And so this leads me to a parable of some frogs. This is a parable story that, that, that I made up many years ago. It's a story of some frogs. I call it a parable because you're going to see that we're going to glean some things from it. And uh, this is really the message for today. I'm about to get into it. So really open up your heart to receive. You ready? Let me tell you this story. All right. So there were some frogs and these frogs, a bunch of frogs were hopping along and they were hopping their way through the woods. And so you know, they're just hopping through the woods, hopping through the woods. And then two of them, young ones, right? Because you know how, you know, little kids, they play around. And so these two little frogs were playing around. And then they started like racing. And so there was like, you know, race. And that was there as they were jumping, they were jostling. They were hitting each other with their little frog, frog arms and everything. And they were jumping and playing around. And then and <laughs> with one jump, they jumped. And they were both in the air at the same time. And as they were going up like this, as they were coming down, they saw that, oh, snap. They had jumped and they were on their way into a hole, but they're already in the air, so they can't do anything about it. And so, boom, both of them went into the hole, hit the side of the wall of the hole and slid down, right? So now they're in a hole. So the other frogs come around the hole and they're like, oh man, what the, y'all two jokers, what is wrong with y'all? And so they was like, come on, man, let's go. And so the little frogs that are in the hole, they tried to get out the hole. So they're down here, they jump up and they slide back down, right? And they, okay, let me... And they slide back down. And so the other frogs are like at the top of the hole. And they're saying, come on, man, you can do it. Come on, let's just get, get out of the hole so we can go. And so these frogs, they keep trying. They keep jumping, but they can't jump out. So the more they try, you know, they realize, hey, man, I'm not going to like they keep trying, but they're not going to get to the top of the hole. So after a few minutes, the other frogs, they got tired of waiting. And they was like, come on, man, are you going to get out or not? And then after an hour, that's it. Like their patience is over. And so they don't want to just leave the two little frogs in the hole like that. But they was like, okay, fine. Let's do this. Hey, they look down in the hole and they say, just give up. Just give up. Why don't you just crawl up into the corner and die so we can leave knowing that you're dead? Right? It was like, whoa, that's terrible. But guess what? They was like, come on, man, just stop. Give up. Go into the corner and die. One of the two frogs crawled up into the corner. He gave up the little frog ghost. You know, he gave up the ghost and he died. And uh, that's it. The other frog kept jumping. 
And now, when now this really got the frogs outside mad. So they were like, come on, man, we want you to die so we can go. And so now they're really yelling. And the more they yell and the little frog arms were flapping like this, the more they're yelling at this frog to stop, the harder he's jumping. And they're like, stop, stop, crawl up, die, give up. It's over. And the more they're doing this, the harder he's jumping, the harder he's jumping. And they start really yelling at him. And then all of a sudden, the, he's looking at them and they are yelling, telling him to stop. And their little frog arms are flapping like this. And as he's looking at them, he musters up and choo, he jumps out of the hole and he falls down. He's like, <sighs> and so he's like, whoa, he made it out. You know why he made it out of the hole? He was deaf. <laughs> so he was deaf. He, he, he thought that when they were doing all of this, they were, they, that they were saying, come on, man, you can make it. Come on, man. You can take it. Come on. Don't give up. Keep going. Don't give up. You can get out. And so he thought they were, they were pushing him. He thought they were egging him on. And because of that, he was looking at them saying, wow, they believe in me. And then he mustered up the strength to jump out of the hole. So what does this mean for you today? I have two things to share with you about this parable. This parable is obviously not in the Bible, but, you know, it's, it's a parable nonetheless. So what does this mean for you today? I have two things to share with you. Number one, when you surround yourself with dream killers, the results can be devastating. So in the parable of the frogs, as I'm sharing with you, the frogs or the friends who were outside of the hole, they got tired of waiting. They got tired of waiting because they felt like they were stuck in their situation because the two frogs were stuck in their situation. And since they got tired of waiting, they told their little friends to give up and die. See, one of the frogs heard the input. Obviously, he heard the input. He believed the input. And he gave up and he died. He gave up the ghost. He gave up the little frog ghost. Uh, and at first, all the friends were supporting him. But at some point, their words changed. And when their words changed, the little frog down in the hole, his heart changed. Why? His heart changed, his heart changed because their words changed. Their words killed his effort. Their words, a shift in their support caused a shift in his heart. And eventually he gave up the ghost and he died. And the only reason why the second frog didn't give up is because he was deaf and he thought that they were supporting him. So here's my point. Don't surround yourself with people who are going to give up on you quickly. Right. There are some people that are only around you on surface level and they're around you because things are going well. But if things start not to go well, these are people that will give up on you quickly. Don't surround yourself. This is why like young people today talk about ride or die. You know, you need people around you that are ride or die. You need people around you that are not going to give up at a whim's notice. Right. So don't surround yourself with people who are going to kill your dreams and don't surround yourself with people who are going to give up on you quickly. See, some people are so frustrated. Watch this. This is why they was like, oh, we don't want to be here, so give up and die. Some people are so frustrated with their lives that they will attempt to frustrate your life. And, and you've heard the, the, the adage, misery loves company. There's some people that are so frustrated who are not happy and so you don't want to surround yourself with those people because you know who those people are. I don't even have to tell you. As soon as your phone rings and you look at it, you're like, mm, I ain't answering that. Mm, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that right now. Why? Because you're like, There's, I already know what he's going to say. I already know what she's going to say. I'm not even going to open that phone because if I, if I, why? I know what I'm going to hear. What am I going to hear? Problems. All I, and so you, you don't want people that are just going to bring you down. They are so frustrated with their life that they just want to frustrate yours and they get on the phone and when you get frustrated, they finally, it's like, 
they're happy now. Oh, somebody else is frustrated with me. And then you they get off the phone and you're like, now you're now you're you can handle it, right? And so at the end of the day, you can't keep watch this. Here's the point. You can't keep receiving the wrong input and think that you will maintain a desire to produce the right output. As a born-again believer, while although you have God, although you have the Holy Spirit, although you know God loves you and all of that, you can't sur- surround yourself with the wrong people who are saying the wrong things and think that you're going to do the right things. And so as a believer, you want to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. The people you choose to surround yourself with will either support your dreams or they can kill your dreams. So please choose wisely. All right. Number two, I only have two things for you this morning. Today's message, very simple message. Number two, when you surround yourself with people who will fuel your faith, you will keep going even when you feel like giving up. And this is very critical because there are going to be times, look at me, there are going to be times in your life where you feel like giving up. There are going to be times in your life where you just don't feel like it. There are going to be times where you, you know what? I don't feel like, I don't feel like giving God praise. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like doing nothing. I don't feel like going to work. And this is why you got you to gotta take control of your feelings. You got to live by faith and not by feelings. But my point is that there will be times. It happens to everybody. There will be times where you just don't feel like it. There will be times where you don't feel like yourself, where you don't feel like keep going. Even although you've been working on this dream for years and you have it on your vision board and you told everybody about it and you got people that invested into it, there are going to be times where you don't even feel like it. And so, so you got to surround yourself with people that are going to be like, girl, what's wrong with you? Uh-uh, we ain't doing that, you know? Be like, yo, yo, hey, what's up? Yo, come on, bro. We we got this thing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. You know, you got to get around people that are going to build you up, even when you feel like you're down, even when you feel like you can't keep going. Like like the little frog in the thing, he, he didn't think he was going to get out. But once he saw that their little frog arms were flapping, it was like, oh, snap, they believe in me. And, and so he kept on going. You got to have people around you that are going to push you to keep going, that are going to push you, that are going to say, don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't quit. I remember uh, Isabella and I are, are, are people that, you know, we were in the military and we ran. We're not like, there's a lot of people in, in the army that love running, right? That's not my testimony. I, I was in the army for 25 years. I ran because I had to run because I was in the army because I had to do it. Isabella was in the army for 21 years. She ran because she had to run. But I remember like uh, uh, I would go run with Isabella because running is just not our thing. Right. But I would go when she had her PT test. I'd be out there or people would do it for me or whatever. And, and you'll see people. Come on. Keep going. You got this. You got this. You need that. You need those people that are going to be, you know, pushing you, whispering in your ear. You got this thing. Keep going. You can do it. You can make it. So. The, the frog that was deaf, he thought that's what they were doing. He was like, oh, snap, they believe in me. They're saying I can't. Ugh. They're saying I can't. Ugh. And before you know it, he got out. When you got people that are cheering you on, when you got people that are believing in you, when you got people that are investing in you, when you got people that you know that there's too many people relying on me for, the, for me to give up now, that there are people that believe in me, I'm surrounded with people that will give me the energy to keep going and I can get out. Listen, you will get out of your hole. When you find yourself in a situation, you might find yourself in a hole. You might find yourself in a difficult situation, but when you got people that are cheering you on, when you got people that are supporting you and believing in you and saying that you can make it and saying that you can take it and saying, don't give up, you will feel, you will get out of that hole. You know why? Because you're surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith, people that are believing in you, people that are supporting your dreams, people that will keep you going even when you think is too much to bear. So there is no hole. Watch this. No hole. There's no hole that can contain you when you believe God 
And you have people around you that believe God with you. Like they, they can, let me just say this too about, about the whole. This is actually a very critical thing uh, where healing and sickness is concerned. So let's say, for example, somebody's sick. Brother Cucumber's sick. I don't want to name names. Brother Cucumber's sick. He's in the hospital. He's believing God for healing. It's really bad. The doctors say, I, there's nothing else I can do. Brother Cucumber's like, I believe I'm healed, right? He's, he's believing God. You know what? He's in a hole. At that point, you do not. If you're a sister cucumber, you're his wife, don't let nobody in that room that don't believe. Don't, don't just let me. Listen, if Brother Cucumber is playing, he's playing worship music, he's playing scriptures, he's believing God, I'm going to get out of this bed. I, I, I know the doctor, Lord, you're, hey, I feel that. Father, even though the doctors can't do it, I know, I know you can do it. Uh, there's nothing you can do. I'm going to get by the stripes of Jesus, I'm here. At that moment, when you're in the middle of a faith fight, don't let nobody through that door that, that doesn't believe God. Don't let nobody through that door that's going to talk about, well, if the doctors can't, well, can you sign your will? Do you have your things? Do you have your stuff in order? Well, what's going to happen well, with your kids? Stop. Don't even come in this room if you're going to talk like that. If I'm believing God, you gotta, you're got you in a faith fight. You need people that believe God with you. You got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. You know why? Because you're in a hole. You don't have time for people that are going to speak negative stuff. You, you don't have time for no negativity. You need people that are going to walk in there and believe God. You need people that are going to walk in there and call down power and fire from heaven. You need people that are going to set their faith in agreement with you. I'm saying if you're in a real hole, maybe your business is in a hole, your marriage is in a hole, your body is in a hole. If you're in a hole, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to help you get out of the hole. Don't surround yourself with people that are, well, you just, you know, you know, that's how it is. You just never know. Well, God, no, stop. stop. I don't, I love you, but I'm going to have to love you from afar. I don't care if you're a family member. I don't care if you're my brother, my sister. I don't care if we're that close. Listen, at the end of the day, I got to surround myself with people that are going to believe God with me. If you put, if you pick the right people, when the pressure is on, listen, the picking the right people to surround yourself with, when the pressure is on can make the difference. It will mean the difference between overcoming and succumbing. You will either succumb to the pressure or overcome the pressure because of the people that you have around you. When you are in a faith fight, you got to surround yourself with the right people. You can't have everybody around you. I like when, Je when Jesus was going to Jairus's house and the crowd was following. When they finally got to the house, he was like, y'all can't go. He was like, I'm going in this house only with Peter, James, and John. He didn't even take the 12. And when he got in the house, there were professional mourners there. Oh, and they were already, he was like, Psh. the Bible says he kicked them out too. Listen, there's some, there's some situations where you can't have everybody around. Jesus had the 5,000. That cool. There were times when he had the 5,000, right? There were times when he had the 70. There were times when he had the 12. But when the pressure was on, he only had the three, Peter, James, and John. I'm saying when the pressure is on, you can't have everybody around you. When the pressure is on, when you're in a hole, you need people around you that are going to build you up and not tear you down. You need people around you that are going to believe God with you. Why? Because you're in your input will, will determine your outcome. And so you, you can't just have everybody around you speaking negativity, speaking fear, doubt, unbelief. If you're going to speak that stuff, listen, you can't even come to the hospital. If you're going to speak that stuff, don't even come over here right now. The voices that you have around you are going to impact you more than you acknowledge. So this is a major reason why in 2021, you need to level up your relationships. If you want to become the man, the woman that God called you to be, it's time to level up in every area and level up your relationships as well. Surround yourself with positive people. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Let's go into the weekend with, with faith, speaking faith over our lives. You ready? All right, say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me the importance 
of being surrounded with the right people so I can receive the right input. I know you have blessed me with a great cloud of witnesses. I know I'm not in this race alone. However, I do understand that not everyone who is with me is for me. <laughs> I know that some people are dream killers. So I thank you, Father, for blessing me to have the discernment to know who to share my dreams with and who to surround myself with when the pressure is on. Two are better than one, but only when the second person is in faith. <laughs> so I declare by faith, Father, that you reveal to me the people that I should connect, me, uh, connect to, and together we support one another. I level up my relationships in 2021. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you want the parable of the frogs, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Surround yourself with the right people. You're going to hear the right things. You're going to get the right support. You're going to become the person that God has called you to be. If you surround yourself with the wrong people, the results can be disastrous. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. Please share this message. Real quick, as I close, two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then go share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button and the little bell icon. I love you and God loves you more. Have a great weekend. God bless you.